0: What is going on, guys? This is episode eight of the Anime Boys Podcast, and as always, I would love to welcome my co-host, Aelia Garces. What is going on, my man?
1: Dude, I love that you said Anime Boos. Anime
0: Boos.
1: You you said Boos, dude. I've been like,
0: like I I realized, like I was listening back on episodes. I say the fucking same thing, like every time. I just you
1: do. What is going on, my man? What is going
0: on, dude? But how are you, man? How you been?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, just finished a uh, a comedy set over. Uh, it was like it was like down the street from my house actually, nice. but it was a good set. Nice. Fun little show. I enjoyed it. Uh, happy to be back. Dude, on the Dude,
0: always good. Um, dude, quick thing. So you are super into like fitness and like working out. Like you've really yeah, done love that. fitness in the past. Like love my fitness. like here's the thing. Quick story before we you know we'll do the story before we get into the actual uh, episode. But for years, man, I'm not. Gonna, I'm just gonna I'm not. Gonna, I'm just gonna tell you. You were the skinny one, you were like I was a skinny the one, s- I was tiny, and I, I loved, was a little tiny, little I guy. loved it, dude, you were that you know that skinny <laughs> guy, but you know, in the past year you've taken care of yourself, you buffed up a lot, and i fucking I fucking love it, man, you're looking good, but the reason I bring that up is because when I was doing the editing for the last episode. Um, you know, I can tell you're drinking something and I'm drinking something, but I can tell the difference uh. of what we're drinking. i um, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're drinking a lot of water, which is good for you. And I'm out here. I do consume a couple while I do this, do the podcast over here in LA, <laughs> um, but I can definitely tell can just, the difference.
1: <laughs> you can hear the sipping of my tea and I can hear the downing of your 40.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, for everyone to know out there, I drink a 40. Every time.
1: It's a tradition mm-hmm. that we have here on the Anime Boys podcast. I'll drink a nice little ginger tea, and Mitchell will – is that the champagne of beers? That's the champagne
0: of beers, my man. It, um, oh, I champagne of beers. Shouts to Miller High Miller Life, High, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Miller High Life is not a sponsor, but <laughs> damn, it's a good beer. I didn't like it till I moved to LA, but beer. it's a good beer I
1: totally agree, I, I haven't drank in a long time And I will still agree with you Miller High Life, love it Love it Yeah,
0: no, it's a great beer But move out to LA, everyone's all into IPAs and everything And I'm sorry Oh I just, god, beer snobs I just beer snobs. can't do it Get me a PBR or a Bud Light or a Miller High Life And I'm set for the beer <laughs>
1: That's a Texas boy in you That's a Texas in
0: boy in you um, Dude, but this week's episode, it's a good one um, Great one a Great one, my man We are taking it back for episode eight of the Anime Boys podcast for our second installation, I'm going to call it, of our Studio Ghibli movie series that we're doing Uh, on this week's episode. We will be reviewing the movie Ponyo. Um, by Studio
1: Jimmy. Dude, okay, I'm not going to lie. You <laughs> sang that song for
0: me, and I didn't know what it was until I watched this movie. Like I said, you know, yeah. I, a lot of the movies that we are watching this is the, my first time seeing any of these movies. Uh-huh. And I think it's a good thing because I get to react to them, in a you know, for the first time. But I heard that song when I was listening to the movie. I'm like, what the fuck? That's where that song is from.
1: Dude, I'm sorry. Okay, so every time I sing that song, I don't know what the second part of the song is, and I always sing, Pah. Ponyo, ponyo, panyo chicken of the sea. And I'm like, that's not the, <laughs> not the words at all. But it just fits so perfectly in my head, and I love it.
0: Dude, but 2008 uh, release, which blew my mind, by the way. Um, this movie came out in 2008. Tell me what? It looks like it was fucking made in, like, the 90s. And it's so it's beautiful that way.
1: It's beautiful, but if you look, the lines are a lot
0: cleaner. They are really clean.
1: I will say that they did modernize it a bit.
0: Well, I will say this though. I did a lot of research um, into some of the production of the movies. Um, this was still one of the movies that was still hand drawn, um, which is which yeah, is, yeah, of course which was, was surprising because of the time period is in because they could have done a lot of things like that. Um, they could have, which they, that
1: shows goes out props to Hayao Miyazaki for staying true to his craft. Oh yeah,
0: and in I was looking into it. It's like a hundred and seventy thousand like still frames of like pure drawn Jesus. photos, which you know. Watching this movie of the sea, of the mountaintops, everything was just beautiful. But, uh, dude, what, what was your reaction to this movie? Like, first seeing it, I mean, I know you've seen like you said you've seen a lot of these movies before, but like, what was your reaction to seeing it again of this time around?
1: So, watching it again, um, it, 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 when I first saw it, it struck me as more of a a children's movie. Um, the first thing that stood out to me most, this is one of those Ghibli films that the English dub version. Was released through Disney. Yes. So Disney, being Disney, have all of these big budget actors. Yes, dude. the biggest in this film being Liam Neeson. Yeah, like
0: I said, I I I didn't see this in the subversion. I'm gonna be watching, trying to watch a lot of these movies in the dub version because I just feel like they are better. Just you know, a personal yeah. favorite. You had Matt Damon. You had uh, Liam Neeson. You had Betty White in this movie. Um, and then yeah, also for one real. thing I did not know this until I did a couple research a little bit before we started the episode, the voice of Panyo in human version, um, was Noah Cyrus. Yep, It was, uh, Miley Cyrus's little sister, uh, Miley Cyrus. Did not know that's a huge cast. Dude, that, that is a ginormous Ponyo. That is a, Ponyo
1: loves Sasuke. That is
0: a ginormous cast. Um, huge cast. Yeah, no. Fucking Matt Damon. Yeah, dude, no, it's, uh, there's missing Ben Affleck. There's missing Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Great movie. Like I said, um, you know, this movie really it, it it really tried to show you what's wrong with the world of how we take care of our oceans. Um, because you know one thing I Oh, absolutely. One thing I did notice is that like when you every scene that you almost saw with the ocean through most of the beginning of the movie is that there was always a piece of trash. Anywhere. Like any scene that you saw oh, the yeah. ocean in there was always trash. So So like oh so so breaking it down,
1: basically the whole story of Panyo Is you have your main character Sasuke, who is a five-year-old boy that discovers a small fish, fish humanoid girl. Yeah, but and he he
0: doesn't realize it, which blows my mind. Like no one in the beginning of the movie was like looking at that as like it's a
1: human face. Like so, yeah, exactly. They have like a human face, so only the audience is able to see that. Okay, this is a person, not a fish. But through magic and the power of love. Panyo the fish becomes a human. And
0: licking, which is and licking his blood.
1: Which is basically. Through licking his blood. Bleh, so <laughs> bleh, bleh. Va- bleh, bleh. <laughs> bleh, bleh. Bleh, bleh. Bleh, bleh. Bleh, bleh. She's a vampire. But so that that's basically the whole premise. But I, I love that you touched on that because there's a sequence where there's a ship that is just scraping the ocean for shit. And there's so much garbage. Yeah. yeah. So much garbage.
0: Yeah, no, like I said, like, so, you know, when I when I walk away from, like, Studio Ghibli movies, I really start to look for something that, you know, what is he trying to show me here? What is the purpose of this movie? Because he doesn't make these movies just to make movies. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's so many things out there. There's animes out there, you know, that just try to make, you know, for what's popular. But Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli, they made these movies, you know, you know, if uh, for a purpose – which I fucking love. It resonates with so many people. That's why these movies stand the test of time. You know what I mean? They really yeah, do. Because this movie's being remastered like I saw a trailer a little bit for the remastered and oh my god, it, it it's crisp, it's clean. I'm like, "Man, it's 2018 and like we're out here still like looking at these movies." You know what I mean? Because they stand the test of time. So
1: Zephyr the, the they're doing like another like um, another Ghibli like theater release series. They're doing right? like
0: a Blu-ray, Disney Blu-ray like release on it and it, it's all like remastered and it looks amazing. I'm not going to lie. I do love the hand drawn like look to things but it, yeah. th- this trailer looked fucking amazing. Um
1: Dude, I can imagine I can imagine just the it really shows the development so like watching, you know, we watched Spirited Away Last time. Now, looking at the development from Spirited Away in 98 to Ponyo in 2008, 10 years later, you really see um, not only the quality in the watercolor that his team put in in the background, but truly the, the crisp, hand drawn line work. That, I mean, these sequences, like the sequences with the ocean, how it was flying and moving in all those different forms, it was absolutely stunning. It, it, basically, the fa- what is interesting is that so Zopanio, this fish, um, her mother and father are almost like sea deities. Mm-hmm. Almost well, like
0: well, no, see, the mother's the sea deity. The father was a yeah, scientist who was who it... hated the way the humans were treating the ocean. So he he went into the water, and basically they had some kind of like deity, like you know, basically like the story, basically like the story of like you know, Little Mermaid, and basically the story of like um, you know, they had. No, man, not, not those stories, but, like, basically like the God stories, you know what I mean? Like, where it's, like, the God was, like, basically had a baby with a human, and they created, like, a... You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, because I, yeah.
1: I remember him saying at one point he was a human, and now, I mean, he's not. Yeah, I'm going to take a look, look here.
0: Yeah, no, no, so basically, like, he said that he he was a human, and then he basically went down to the sea to protect the ocean, you know what I mean? So I basically, what was the god? What was the god's name though? Um, the, her Fujimoto. Yeah the the mother's so, the mother's Fujimoto
1: name. Fujimoto was Liam. So Fujimoto was Liam Neeson's character. Yeah, and then, um, oh God, I remember just the 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 only time I I remember verbally, um, them giving the name of his Ponyo's mother was when the. You remember when the the ships were were in the middle of the ocean we're and there being was all sucked that sucked in
0: because this moon cuz ba- yeah. yeah, basically the whole premise of the movie is that Ponyo wanted to go out into the human world she wanted to escape because her father was trying to you know those were her th- that was those were his daughters he was trying to con-
1: Grandmamare
0: Grandmamare so
1: Grandmamare the god of goddess of
0: mercy mm-hmm. So which is very you know she took mercy on these people she gave them a chance you know what I mean um so basically yeah Ponyo wanted to escape to become you know, see, see what the world was like. She bumps into Sasuke. Mm-hmm. He's a very innocent child, has a goldfish. You know, showing around to his friends, showing it to Betty White's character, which I love. All of the old people, which I
1: I love. I love his relationship with the the old folks. Just the old folks in that home where his mother works. Yeah, were just you know, there. It shows like it really says a lot about old folks' homes too, because they're so sheltered that even this five-year-old boy with a fish. Yeah is interesting
0: yeah no and it, i love it's you know they they love sasuke in a way and, you know it's very like but you always have that one character that like noticed that it was a human that, that was a human face like that's toki toki like that's a that's a bad omen you shouldn't that shouldn't be there which i feel like yeah you know that kind of could i kind of took that away as like you're always gonna have that something something's telling you like don't do something you know what i mean don't do this don't do that but then you should really just go with your gut and like follow you know Take things for chance, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. Look for love and all that bullshit. <laughs> all that, all that shit. absolutely, absolutely, yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so really hitting a uh, climax of, of Ponyo, as Ponyo is becoming more human. Uh, that magic is reacting and creating, making the ocean and creating a tsunami, which is then a you know crashing down on this little sea town. That they live in.
0: And I will say this about this, though. This is a fucking really crazy thing, and I know it was really par for the movie. This fucking tsunami is coming. Everything's done. But she still wants to cross the bridge in that one scene. And I was like, fuck it. Just don't go. You know what I mean? Just don't go over the bridge.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was insane. So – I'm gonna. Oh, boom! Tina Fey, Tina also Faye. in this movie. That's I couldn't playing yeah. Sasuke's mother. Love Tina Fey. Love Tina Fey on Saturday Night Live. Love Tina Fey in Thirty Rock. Tina Fey all the way. I'm Team Tina team Fey. Tina Fey.
0: That's for what real.
1: It is. <laughs> and her character in this, uh, Lee, I think the
0: mother's name is Lisa was just a bat-out-of-hell driver. Dude, she was. And, like, there were so many scenes when she was driving. She was like Jeff Gordon. When she was driving through, like, the cliffs, and I was like, oh, my God, she's going to... Movie's over. She's going to fall over the cliff. It's over. Movie's over. (laughs) I'm like, I was like, movie's done. It's done.
1: And Ponyo is a 15-minute film about a woman driving her and her son off a cliff. Yeah,
0: no. um, That was funny. Even in the rain. Oh, she didn't give a fuck. She's,
1: like, drifting, and, like, she's like, I am going home Fuck this, Fuck this tsunami. tsunami! I don't care.
0: Um, yeah, you know, in kind of like talking about a little bit after that, basically they start to realize that you know they want Sasuke and Ponyo to like have true love. Um, it's kind of weird. They they were both five years old. Well, they're very very
1: well. Basically, their their relationship is the the reason for the tsunami is that there was an, a, the, a there was a balance that was off. Yeah, in the world, and Sasuke's love for Ponyo – was going to be what set the balance between like land and sea okay, okay, back together. Okay. Cool. And so that's why that's why uh, Liam Neeson's character um, Fu- Fujimoto. Yeah, Fujimoto, something like that. Um, he uh, that's why he's so upset that she's leaving. Yeah, it was Fujimoto. That because she's offsetting the balance by wanting to become human. She was offsetting the balance between Earth and okay. sea. Okay. Um. But anyway, dude, I loved there was a sequence between um Lisa Sasuke's mother and their father who was at sea and they're doing light signals back to each other. And he
0: he's I had to look <laughs> up the word that they uh she was uh screaming at him. Or what was uh she was screaming she was screaming bug off. Yeah, I was like are oh, you fool, you fool, you fool. Yeah. That's what it translated and, and... to English. It was it was crazy.
1: And basically, like, he's just back there, like, I love you. See, and she's just, she's just lighting, bug off. I hate you. You fool. You fool, (laughs) like, to him a bunch of times. And then uh, (laughs) Sasuke replies, like, good luck. (laughs) Well, it kind of shows that's a really hard relationship, the father being
0: away at sea. Yeah. And it also could have caused so many problems because, like, I think there was a time when Ponyo had asked, like, oh, is your dad one of those evil something? Because he was. He was part of the ships that were he causing was, you know
1: causing all the pollution, pollution the you know how many how many you know you hear about these ships that leak oil into the you know oceans and it's you know destroying habitats of of animals and there's animals just swimming in all of this sewage and it's awful it really um is bad.
0: yeah no but moving on dude. Ponyo, Panio it's just altogether a great movie it's it it was beautiful beautifully drawn um Couple quick things, you know. I don't know if you have anything more to add, but uh, I was looking to just read some research. So before uh, Miyazaki, I can't pronounce his name fucking correctly. It's studio Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Before he retired, he wanted to do a sequel to Ponyo. Um, the really? Studio was kind of against it because I feel like I think any of these movies that had sequels to them wouldn't do well. I don't
1: think you could ever. I don't think you could ever sequel a Ghibli movie. No. I really don't.
0: So what he did is that he wrote uh, Wind Rises or Wind. Uh, Dude, yeah, so, oh, The Wind Rises so is So basically one. That, was, that was supposed to be the sequel to Ponyo, but he decided they pushed against doing a sequel to Ponyo and did The Wind Rises.
1: The climax of Ponyo is that there's this gigantic storm that in completely engulfs the entire sea town. And basically what it takes is uh, Sasuke to completely and 100% give his love to Ponyo um to the the goddess of mercy so that way he can continue which is really I, I honestly thought Ponyo, it was great but the story wasn't a very long story
0: it wasn't it was a uh, it was very short it was very short like i guess that the concept of it was very short and i loved how everyone was very accepting of like oh we have this god here you know what i mean like
1: i think it was more catered to, towards children was, you know it
0: didn't have too much to process it didn't which I thought was cool because, like, you know, there was a lot of... I also love Ghibli movies because they're very kind-hearted in, you know... Oh, in, absolutely. In um, you know, doing some more research, too, on the movie. This movie did really well in, like, test screening for kids. Like, it, it went really well over. Oh, absolutely. The... I, I don't doubt that I don't know, Like I said, this is a very child movie. Um, great movie. Great story. Um, like I said, it had a really great... You know what I found... Go ahead. You
1: know what I found Interesting uh japanese title uh panyo panyo on the cliff by the sea is the yes. japanese title for that wasn't gonna work in
0: america Ponyo. no wasn't gonna work it's too long Ponyo. too long too long
1: <laughs> americans are like Ponyo. Ponyo. that's uh, it
0: yeah no i mean in tra- japanese you- translations like that you know um you ready for some crazy shit? Oh, yeah. Okay. You told Are me you that ready? you had some crazy Are you ready for shit for this. some crazy you, shit. You told me you had some fucking crazy things for this movie, and I'm ready to listen and no. I'm ready to hear them.
1: All right. So, them, so hitting into some crazy. So I stumbled uh, upon doing some more research on Ponyo. I stumbled upon a theory that um, here, I'm gonna grab my phone really quick because I wanna. It was a uh, I want to credit the the person who did this. I, I stumbled upon a Kotaku article. Now I'm going to look up this guy's name really quick. But uh, I stumbled upon this Kotaku article in which the author cited very specific, uh, Mr. Brian Ashcraft. So shouts to Mr. Brian Ashcraft over at Kotaku for this absolutely intense and spooky theory about Ponyo um I came across this article that the theory is that during this tsunami everyone died and now if you notice the scenes after the tsunami everything is underwater the entire town
0: yeah their interactions with all the people are very strange as well so
1: the very the interactions are, are very strange you know you don't hear too much now a couple things that really really stood out that made this theory that I thought about I was like wow that's actually kind of true there is a sequence in which um, Sasuke and Ponyo have taken Sasuke's boat and they are sailing to the retirement center to go find Sasuke's mother and they come across this family who are out rowing this boat with their baby now the boat that they are rowing Is, uh, upon research, a boat that was very prevalent in the 1920s, in very, very early 20s Japan, as well as you look at the articles of clothing on this couple, they're very to the time period. That
0: threw me off a little bit. I didn't understand what was happening. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep watching this. But, yeah, it was very, like, old style. I'm like, all right, are they just – what's going to, like – set the scene up for this I'm like there's got to be something but it's
1: it's very old timey it's very old timey now you see at the end of Ponyo that the retirement home is completely engulfed in this almost force field like structure inside the ocean and all of the retirees can walk now they can run. They can jump. They can do all these things. All of these gifts that are usually granted to someone in the afterlife. That everything that ails you no longer is going to ail you. Interesting. The third point that got me really hard and freaked me the hell out. On the way to the retirement home, Ponyo and Sasuke crossed through a, almost like a like a tunnel. Like a gate. There is a Jinzo statue on the side of the gate. The Jinzo spirit statue is it represents a Japanese spirit that looks over children who die young.
0: Is that in like every other Studio Studio Ghibli movie though? That's in like Spirited Away and that's in fucking yeah, I've looked, yes. And so Sasuke
1: and Panyo never return back through that gate. They go through that gate and find everyone they love at the end of that gate. And I was like, oh, my God, that, they died. They died. They fucking died.
0: Oh, that's a good one. That freak, That's a good one.
1: <laughs> that threw me off, dude. I was like, Jesus. I was like, because that's the thing, is that every like fan theory is like, oh well, they were already dead. That's like the biggest reveal ever, you know, Sixth Sense. Oh, he was already yeah. dead. Sorry for everybody that hasn't seen the Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis was already dead. <laughs> Bruce Willis was but, already dead. Bruce Willis was already dead. But they never come back through that gate. They never do. And when I read that that spirit is a statue that represents the you know the keeper of children who die, I was like, they're totally they. That's totally it. Dead. I was like, that's they've. Totally died in the tsunami because who survives that? Who does?
0: Who does? I, I thought this movie was all about like saving the earth and saving the planet and the water, but damn, now I'm, <laughs> I'm sad. Now, I'm, <laughs> now,
1: now I'm sad. Yeah. I mean, dead people can still teach you to save the earth. Very true. You don't very have true. to be very true. No, I'll, give that. Very I'll, give true. You, I'll give you that
0: one. I'll give you that one.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure Captain Planet's dead too. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, <that laughs> Captain
1: was a- Planet. He's dead. <laughs>
0: dude, what a good one! Damn, that blew my mind. Crazy, I'm right? Not gonna lie, crazy, I, right? Not gonna lie. Didn't think that at all, <laughs>
1: dude. It? I neither did I. I read that article and I was like, "Ooh, that's creepy." That's good.
0: I like that. I'm gonna have to go break down like every Studio Ghibli movie like ever. Once I <laughs> and like, all right. What the fuck's wrong or, with this? Who's dead? Who's not dead? Who's like, dead? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Um,
1: uh, all right. So, Panyo, Panyo, what do you give this one? Dude,
0: I'm gonna give it a solid eight out of ten. Um, one, it's just a great story, great artwork. Um, it's a short story, you know. Very not a lot to work with. I feel like you know had a very basic concept. Um, not my like I said, it was a very child pushed movie for them. Um, Absolutely. You know, but like I said something that i'm continuing to watch because I, I fall for those movies i love disney movies i love anything like that um yeah a solid eight out of ten, man what about your rating what's up? I'm gonna go
1: a. uh i'm gonna go a i would have gone a solid eight out of ten i'm actually gonna go a seven out of ten just because uh as much as i love him i feel that liam neeson was not the choice for this role the character was very flowy very colorful and he's just not a very Liam Neeson sounding character. Very true. Very true.
0: I'll give you that one. But that's some. That's Disney though. They were just. They have to put every big actor. That's Disney. You know, this, this movie Disney. did really well. You know, in America, and it. Oh, it did absolutely incredible. It, it, it like I said, they if they would have put every a- average schmuck in there, it, it you know.
1: <laughs> every average schmuck, dude. You know. You know who played? Uh, you know who played Howl in Howl's Moving uh, Castle? Fucking
0: Christian Bale. Batman. And <laughs> <I'm> Batman. <laughs> Well, we, we'll get to Where that. Is this she? is our second installation of uh, a Studio Ghibli movie, which I'm excited to see all of them. Like I said, I, I get so surprised with its artwork and just everything that this, this studio has to offer, and I'm so sad that I never got to watch these growing up. Um yeah. He's working on another one. Really, I'm excited for that. That's yeah, be... I,
1: I, he is. He's working. He w- said he was going to retire after The Wind Rises in 2012, but uh, I've gotten word there are rumors that he is working on another. Film. Well, if that comes out so we'll very
0: see. soon, I am excited to review that right away and watch that because it is it's going to be a good one. Like I said, if, if these Studio Ghibli movies, the two I've seen so far are like this, I I love them. So love them, love them. Yo. Rolling on. I'm actually really excited about this next episode, this next thing that we're going to be reviewing. Hell yeah. It's a good man. episode. Rolling on to the second uh, part of the Anime Boys podcast. Um, we are continuing our review of Cowboy Bebop the series with episode six. Seven. Seven. Oh shit, I fucked up. Um, seven. <laughs> episode <laughs> seven um, of Cowboy he- Bebop. Heavy Metal Queen. Heavy Metal Queen, which great. Soundtrack to this movie. Oh, or this absolutely! Show. But, uh, this great <laughs> this soundtrack to this great show. Um, damn, this was great. Bring us in, uh,
1: yeah, dude. This is this is a this is a great. Uh, first off, y- you come in and you have. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out Masaki Endo with the track "Live in Baghdad." What a heavy metal jam dude. that just opens up this episode. Did it
0: reminds you of Iron Maiden a little bit, though. Or like
1: yeah, or, dude, or a little Judas Priest for, a little bit. Dude, I was so ready for freaking Iron Maiden like run to no! the hills again yeah. run for you. I was like, God, I would love I love Iron Maiden, dude. Yeah, I know. Love- um great more yeah, more titles on rock though. Have you noticed that all a lot of these Bebop titles have something to do with music?
0: Yes. Something to do it. with music. Like I said, this, this this show has a great soundtrack. You know what I mean? This show is Known for its soundtrack and known for its music, so I feel like that is a very like you know present thing in it. So you
1: you incorporate. um, They brought back a lot of little little different lounge like jazz pieces Mm -hmm. again in some of the fight sequences in this episode, which is really really great to hear. I like that they went back to that.
0: Yeah, Um, great episode all around. So basically, the episode picks off, picks picks up. With you know, the heavy metal scenes, you have the truck drivers of space, I guess is what you want to call them. indeed um, Which you have VT, which is a very v- – VT. Which blew my – I'm not going to lie. It looks like a man. I'm sorry. I thought that was – Yeah, she – She is a very, very manly man. She's awesome. You know what I mean? Like everyone's doing their thing, but like I'm not going to lie. For the first couple of minutes, I was like, oh – there's a man
1: <laughs> it's it, it, it's a man so yeah in this episode we have the the bebop crew pursuing a explosives expert and uh they then cross paths with the, the quote they call her vt but she's essentially the nameless space trucker who has this thing about bounty hunters and everyone's trying to guess her yeah, name I, which is funny Wait, was
0: the three old people in the beginning of the stuff, like the people that are trying to guess her name were those that are continuous old people throughout
1: are i think they were with that heavy metal scene and you have like the it's almost like these cargo ship like truckers and uh you kind of start to learn a little bit about the character vt who um who's just this mysterious space trucker yeah, everyone's kind of like her
0: name it's yeah no it's crazy
1: dude which i thought it was so funny you had her she's in this bar and <laughs> the three old dudes come up to guess her name and the guy's like it's Adrian, and she's like, that doesn't start with V. And the other guy was like, you see, I told you should be stuck with Letitia. We should stuck with
0: Letitia. <laughs> <laughs> dying doing this. Just so stupid. Yeah, dude, that was – So stupid. That was the best part of that whole little sequence right there. Um, yeah, so basically you're, she's in the bar and, you know, the, uh, the whole – you know, she walks into the bar and she's basically like, oh, this bar is usually, like, empty. The bartender goes, oh, mm-hmm. they're looking for a bounty named Decker you know what I mean that's who they're looking for yeah and she basically states like i hate bounty hunters bounty hunters are the scum of the earth you know what I mean um yeah and which um yeah. th-
1: i like in this episode you see faye valentine a little more present in bounty hunting
0: yeah cuz she you know for a while she you know she's just kind of there you know, that's what she was doing um but yeah she takes interest in the bounty looking for decker so she kind of goes off and looks for decker on her own um which spike is actually in the same bar as vt um which a whole bar fight kind of picks up which i thought was really cool because you had like those mexican banditos that's like dude i that was so i'm I'm sorry like that was
1: way too stereotypical these guys are mexicans (laughs) it's like let's give them ponchos and sombreros like really
0: Poncho, they would look like mariachis. No, yeah, no, they did, it, but it was. It, I'm sorry, it was funny, but yeah, no, it it was funny. it was funny, but it was very stereotypical. I mean this show came out in 2001 or you know 99, 2001. I feel like
1: that they were just like, oh, what do Mexicans look like? Ponchos and sombreros. Ponchos and sombreros. Let's go with that.
0: <laughs> um, so you had the Mexican bandidos They were out there like, did, you know,
1: you know. What, you know, what's so funny is that you had VT and Spike in a bar, and you had Faye Valentine in this small, like, childlike diner called Woody's, yeah. which reminded me, oddly, of Weenie Hut Jr.'s.
0: Welcome to Weenie Hut Jr.'s. Oh, wait, what the <laughs> oh. yeah. He's like, welcome
1: to the Salty Splatoon. How tough are you? Yeah, How tough am I? I ate a bowl of nails for
0: breakfast. Without yeah? any milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, you belong there. Weenie Hut Juniors? Oh, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Not that place. The place next to it. Super Weenie Hut Juniors.
0: I, I want to touch on that. <laughs> this SpongeBob <is funny>, <laughs> reference happens really quick. I love when he's like, I can make this one dance. And he starts moving his mouth. He's, like, <laughs> he
1: he's like, I don't remember getting this one. I don't remember
0: one. getting this one. Can you make it dance?
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so you see, you see Faye. In this very Weenie Hut Junior's type establishment, and she immediately assaults the big dude with the the, dragon-like looking tattoo, dragon-looking, and we see that once she got it, she's like, "Boom! I got you, Decker. This is it." And the guy's like, "Oh my god!" And the we see that the audience knows that it's the little nerdy dude on the opposite side who is actually Decker with the dragon tattoo around his arm.
0: I love how she like rips it off he's like
1: what is that and he's like
0: i have a thing for eels
1: <laughs> it's the, he's like it's the eight-eyed eel <laughs> oh, dude. dude oh forgot to mention spike is hung over as crap oh, yeah. in this episode and every time he would start to like
0: eat you know he would take like he was trying to take the egg you know the raw egg i was like that is fucking disgusting i was like i just like saw that i'm like because i've tried that before it's disgusting really yeah it's disgusting I, you've had you've had the prairie oyster i haven't had like the because ex- he's putting the hot sauce on it and everything i've had like a raw yeah. egg before there's fucking oh yeah
1: i used to drink raw eggs all the time To boof, which is to nasty <laughs> to a to, to little, cake. little cake. <laughs> do you remember okay so th- there's this scene um where jet is feeding the dog on the, oh, yeah, on like, the ship like, and he's like it's <laughs> like eat Bean sprouts are good for you. (laughs) the dogs are like...
0: No. Fuck that. (laughs) They still have no beef. They have no beef. They have no beef. I just can't wait for the episode that we finally do where they have beef.
1: (laughs) Where they have beef. Yeah, right. That's ridiculous. But, um... So, okay. So, Faye assaults the wrong person in Woody's. And she takes off after Decker, after finding he's the real person. And with a small little he's an explosives expert so he completely blows her ship up with just a small little vial of explosive which is absolutely frightening
0: oh yeah no that that is fucking inc- he's just like tossing it out but i did you know i want to say, i love the artwork on his truck i like oh yeah I, dude the- it is beautiful it's, i'm sorry like it's just it's, it's, it's great
1: well, it's uh, called the Saras Sarasvas Sarasvati, something like Sarasvati. Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah, that was, a, that was a great art. That was a great art piece. Um,
1: Definitely a lot of nice art on those trucks. Oh yeah, like yeah. I like.
0: Which I will touch on the truck drivers when we get to that part. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> absolutely, funny. absolutely. Um, so back to the bar. So basically, you know, you have the bar scene where Spike comes in. Some of the you know the bandits are uh, some of the bounty hunters are disrespecting the bar. Uh, The waitress, yeah, VT that kind of steps in. Yeah, Spike steps in, kicks their ass. VT is like, Spike, let me get you a drink. They start bonding. Spike doesn't tell her that she he's a bounty hunter because she's like, I fucking hate bounty hunters. I don't want anything to do with them. They're the scum of the earth. They kind of like play off people's bad, you know, misfortunes in a way. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah, I know. So they, I like
1: yeah. that she um, she mentions that when he drinks the Prairie Oyster, she says the only other person that drank the
0: Prairie Oyster was my husband. Which is the first time I realized that she was a girl, personally. And like, <laughs> you were like, what? I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, they, and there wasn't like any of this big like scene reveal or anything. Like, She's
1: quite androgynous. She looks like she yeah. could be both a male well, or because, female.
0: Well, because, okay, so I had watched a little bit of Cowboy when we first started reviewing, talking about it. I watched a little bit ahead, but I was watching the subbed version. This was uh, no, this, yeah. I've been watching this This was actually. the first episode that I watched the dubbed version. For some reason, ooh, really? Why? And I don't know why my Crunchyroll is down. Still, shout out to Crunchyroll. I don't know if it' not a sponsor, not a sponsor, but whatever. Uh, Crunchyroll. Stupid. What I was watching out was down at the time, so I went to YouTube to watch it, and that's when I could first tell, like, oh, okay, she's a woman because her voice was voiced ah. by a woman. Um, yeah, but in the Japanese version, I couldn't tell. So that was just me. Oh, yeah, so that was the first time I knew that she was a woman, Um, you know, kind of moving on. Basically, Spike tells her – basically, they're looking for Decker. They're starting to bond. Uh, Jet Black calls Spike and is basically like, hey, we found Decker. Get back to the ship. That's when VT's like, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. You're out of (laughs) here. So – and
1: so she's like, get out of here. And he leaves. And the the Mexican brothers have vandalized Spike's ship. The Mexican ship.
0: banditos strike again.
1: The banditos have struck again.
0: Um, Yeah, so basically he's trying to hitchhike on, like, this side of the road. Which is,
1: I love you know. it where she's like, what are you doing? Hitchhiking? And he's just sitting there with his thumb out?
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking awesome. So basically, you know, VT takes him back to the ship. And Vt's on his way. You know what I mean? VT is on her way.
1: So let's, let's get to the uh, – I love that this episode really honed in on, like, space trucker culture. Space
0: trucker culture, um, which I really hope you wrote down their names because they're fucking
1: – Dude, I wrote down my two favorite ones. Yeah. Ready? Okay. Well, you know, so, I said um... the
0: scenes are basically VT and Spike separate. VT goes on. Um, basically, Decker, who's like, trying to escape out of the planet that they're on, like – Rear ends or like side swipes one of the other truckers. The truckers are like, Hey guys, auto. We gotta find, we gotta 10 4 on this guy. We gotta find him.
1: 44 or 9 or 9 or. We gotta.
0: Yeah, so they're looking for a Decker basically. Um, But I, like I said, I love the cutscenes between each trucker because it shows like space trucker life, which is awesome.
1: It shows like what they're, each of them are kind of like individuals. Like they all have their own little quirks and they have their little toys and their little good yeah. luck charms. And like some of them are slobs, some of them are a little cleaner. But, um, so yeah, you were totally right with um, Decker. He sideswiped uh, Otto, one of the other truckers, who reached out to V Team. Is like, hey, uh, which I love. <laughs> I love in the the dub, not the dub version, the sub version. They her trucker name is not in Japanese. She just goes heavy metal queen, heavy metal queen. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. No.
1: And and it's so I just love the way she said it. So she's a heavy metal queen, and. <laughs> Some of her other truckers, you had Otto, you have Spider-Mike.
0: Spider-Mike. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious.
1: It's like Spider-Mike here. And then my absolute favorite, my absolute favorite of all the truckers, Snicky Snake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I just loved how they all, like I said, they had all little personal things, like, set up everywhere. And, uh. You know, you had one that was into like the bonsai trees. You had one that was like into the like, you know, I want to say like plush toys or whatever. And then you had one that was like it looked like it was, like into hentai or some <laughs> bullshit like that. Uh, yeah,
1: dude, like he had like he had,
0: like porn, porn like everywhere. And I'm like, they're drug her life. I bet this. you
1: that was, I bet you that was sneaky snake. Oh, sneaky snake because he sneaks his. It's like mm-hmm.
0: I'm sneaky snake. huh? sneaky snake. The heavy metal queen.
1: I'm a snake. I'm a, <laughs>
0: Um, so, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. the scene. So, they. The, uh, VT finally encounters Decker. And I love that they identify him by his his truck. They say, like, okay, the gaudy truck with the Sarasvati design on it. Yeah. And, um, as soon as VT encounters Decker in that chase, it starts off with this great surf beat. Oh, yeah. yeah. It reminded me of uh, every. um. That Thing You Do. Oh, yes. Total <laughs>
0: side note <laughs> of the podcast. My favorite movie of all time is that movie called That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks. We um, Won't get into it. Favorite movie. But that beat was basically the same beat of like the entire movie of That Thing You Do. Fuck yeah. I remember that. I thought that. And I thought that. And I was like, am I crazy? Dude,
1: I thought that exactly.
0: Yeah,
1: no, yeah. That's so crazy that we're both. But well, we both love that movie okay, so much. Yeah. So immediately when we, yeah. when we hear that beat, it's it's in my top three. Yeah. Uh my top one is Garden State, actually. Um, yeah, you knew that yeah.
0: though. Yeah.
1: But we heard that beat the like, ga, 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 and I was just like, Oh, this is awesome. Love it.
0: Love it. Love it. Just the surf beat. Um yeah, so you know, basically they're they're chasing after cause you know, VT calls Spike back, it's like, yo, I need your fucking help. You know what I mean? I'm chasing yeah. after this guy and you know, I need help. So call Spike, Fabe, everybody, they're taking because their ships are fucked up now. You know what I mean? So they're taking yeah. bullshit ships, basically, that don't have a lot of, you know, weapons. Or... Well, they, um, so they
1: they take their ship's um, phase, I believe, is fixed. Spikes, however, um, Jet was not able to fix the main gun
0: on Spikes' ship. Yeah, so he had basically no weapons. He was shooting, like, blanks, I think, right?
1: Some... You sh- yeah, he was shooting, like, nothing. He yeah. was shooting, like, tiny little... Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So during this scene, dude, I remember that... Decker is throws one of his explosive capsules, and it explodes on part of. They're chasing Decker through this asteroid, and it explodes. And VT, being a badass, just powers this truck ship like through the explosion. Was like, ah, it's gonna take more than that to like to like kill me. Yeah. Like it's, you're not gonna do it. I lost, which just you know. really shows like her seniority yeah. as like the head truck. I ass. also
0: love after the whole like you know fight scene between Decker, everybody, you know, trying to blow everybody. I love um, the way he looks when he's, like, outside of the ship, all, like, <laughs> fucked up and everything. Oh, yeah, um, Which dude. was very, oh, like, yeah. realistic to, like, how I think someone would look like if they had died in space. Died, died in space. space. Which I am excited to hear your continuity error. Of oh, the episode, if you caught one, because I think I might have caught one, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, did you? Did you cat one? Yeah, cat, cat, cat.
1: one. Did you cat? <laughs> I did. Well, uh, so do <laughs> you cat? I cat. We all cat. Catology, the study of cats. Anyway, um, I the, my continuity error for the episode really came when I saw Jet fixing like the ships, and everyone's just like walking around like no problem. And there's just parts floating everywhere, I and I'm agree like, with you on wait that. a second. I was like, I was like, they're in the ship. Jet's not floating. Nobody else is floating.
0: But all Unless the parts are Unless they have like floating. anti-gravity boots. Because if you remember, the, that's in, what I was thinking too. In the beginning too. of the episode, they do touch on how the guys like hanging from the beam, and he's got the, he's got yeah. the boots on. So I don't know if that. That was correct. I I was thinking that too. Yeah. I was thinking that but they too. they weren't Maybe wearing anything like boots. you know. Extra. You know, yeah.
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, you see, like Faye walking around, she's not doing anything extra. Like, why is the dog not floating? He like the dog. Nah, does. there wasn't. A, there was a scene when he was floating, or it was the cat that was floating? It was the cat. It was the cat that was floating, and the cat was flo- um, didn't float in Spike's ship. The cat was floating in, I believe, VT's ship.
0: I swear there had to be a scene where the dog was floating, and it didn't make sense why the dog didn't float before. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. It, yeah, a, I don't know, I don't know why that dog's not flying. Um, but mine. What do you have? What do you, as far as right? continuity so basically, errors? Decker's dead. They're stuck in the mine. They're like, how the fuck are we? Gonna, how yep. the fuck are we gonna get out of here? He's like, yo, I'm gonna set this pod to self-destruct. I'm gonna jump in it. I'm in the pod. He's going to shoot the pod into the mine. It's going to explode, open a hole for him to get out. Spikes basically just throws yeah. on earplugs and jumps. Mm-hmm. He holds his breath and just jumps, right? He does the ears, so the pressure, yep. I guess, the gravity – I don't know. There's. I don't know why he does that.
1: You're totally right. You're totally yeah, right. He does that. The-
0: so his ears don't pop. Basically jumps in, tries to grab it, misses VT's hand, Right. Yeah, And then when he's trying to jump back, he grabs his gun and starts to shoot, pushing him, propelling him to VT. That made no sense to me because I'm like, the force of that gun, he's got a way – let's just take an estimate. This is an anime. One... 175, 180 pounds? He's I I was going to say like, like two. One... you know, he's got to be fucking – yeah, okay, like 145. You, know, you don't think that's too skinny? I don't know. No, he's too skinny. He's like like I weigh I weigh one fifty five. I would
1: say he probably weighs at least one eighty five to one hundred ninety pounds, being how tall he
0: is. But that force of that gun would not have pushed him to safety.
1: Also, another continuity error: you jump out of your pod like that. Do you know how fucking cold the vat of space is? He would have froze up.
0: He would have froze. He would have froze up. up Watch Gardens of the Galaxy one. Um, when Chris Pratt does it and he starts to freeze, he is an alien. Did you say gardens? Guardians. (laughs) Guardians.
1: (laughs) Gardens of the galaxy. How to garden on fucking Mars.
0: Um, (laughs) you know, you would freeze up. That's my constant area of the episode.
1: There it is. That's actually a really good one. That was a a really good one. I definitely jumped on that. But yeah, so Spike ejects himself, um, over to VD's truck after launching the pod with the explosive, which the entire time, like... They were like saying, "Be careful," because Decker's truck is completely full of explosives. Yeah. But uh, that final sequence, they they get out. Spike jumps on uh, Vd's ship, and among the disarray of Vd's uh, ship at the time, he sees the locket.
0: Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Which he was just like, "Well, like, you know, it was." He says something, but he's like, "Oh, it was nice knowing you, Victoria." Helps kisare.
0: yeah, which blows her mind, yeah. Because wait, he steals her. She's locker. like,
1: huh? Yeah, he her her lockets like floating around. He like grabs it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. That's so Spike. I was I was watching, I'm like watching. him like that. That is so, okay, that's Spike. so Spike.
1: And remember during the bar scene, he tried to say, "Hey, let me try to guess your name." And he never got the opportunity to give her the dollar because of the the, the little bandito guys. Yeah. So now he he the only one that was able to figure out her name, and we find out that the reason she hates bounty hunters so much is because her husband was a legendary bounty yep. hunter, yep. and that he died. So now she carries that yeah. that weight on her shoulders.
0: What a good episode. The
1: the the last line was was so great because spike he was like well now your husband is you know collecting the bounty in heaven and one day i'm gonna treat him to a prairie oyster Hell yeah and i was like perfect way to end the episode the classic see you space cowboy ends right there yeah right you guys want to hear more from the anime boys podcast uh check this out we finally have a website we have a
0: website. Um, we have a website quick thing always thank you guys for (laughs) always checking us out um like i said now we have an easier way to check us out we have a website it's just you know it's awesome it's gonna be a quick way to see all of our past episodes one through eight now um please yeah check it out always you go to the instagram there you go to the facebook you go to the itunes um it's great you guys are awesome thank you guys for listening every single week it really does mean a lot this is something that's like i said so fun between me and aj um, so yeah. fun so
1: fun so we are on the line guys for all episodes past and present visit us online at www.animeboyspodcast.com mitchell where
0: can they find you, can you? always find me at on instagram at money mitchell and you can find me on
1: Instagram and Twitter at the AJ Garces,
0: and then you can always follow uh, the podcast Instagram at Anime As always, guys, you know, just keep on, you know, keep on liking, keep on, you know, sending us requests of things. You know, um, rate the podcast on Apple, rate uh, the podcast on Apple iTunes. Um, that really does help out, guys. You know, we want to keep doing this, and you know, we're gonna keep doing it no matter what. Um, but you know, anything helps. You guys are awesome. You know, like just keep commenting, tell us what movies you guys want us to review. Tell us what series that we need to watch. I am trying to explore the world of anime. I know AJ is as AJ is as well. Um, there's so much anime out there and I'm just trying to watch it all. I want to see it all. I want to talk about it. I want to, I want to do it all. You want to be the, best, the very best. best I can't do it I can't sing for sure I'm sorry I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do it <laughs> uh, and on that note, my friend Alright,
1: my man As um, always See Until oh, next well, time okay, One more time uh, One more okay,
0: time okay, right, go, right. Right. okay, ready, ready ready. So as, Until right, next I'm time sorry, As always uh, No, wait, wait the, what, what do we do? No,
1: I don't know what we do Okay, so I'm just going to say Until next time and then we'll kill it with Sea of Space Cowboys. Ready? All right, ready? So, until next time,
0: C-space 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 space- <laughs> C of Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys. Why do you
1: say it so slow? Why do you say it so slow? You say it so slow. All right, ready? Last time, ready?